Hi, folks. You are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cup on Tequila Aficionado Media. On all of our channels and networks, I'm Mike Morales here in sunny Southern California. That frostbitten young man out there is... Jim Johnson in Youngstown, Ohio. Jim is sitting under how many feet of snow, Jim? Uh, well, if you take all the total from last week, we're a little over a foot and a half. Oh, that's not bad. You can you can uh, uh, you can cross country ski to work. <laughs> yeah, or you know, sled down the hill and yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. easy to get around. Well, um, this is this is an, an interesting situation that we have here, folks. We are going to test and dissect a um, a celebrity tequila with with uh, some non celebrity PRs PR companies. <laughs> we've discovered. Uh, today, we will be touching base with Via One. Uh, this is, first of all, I got I to gotta thank the, guy, the, the folks that did send this to us, because most often celebrity tequilas just ignore us. And after they sell the brand, then we get the samples, because that's what happened with Casa, Casa Amigos and uh, a few other ones. I think, I think there's a, one other one that, that actually did that. Otherwise, you know, Oh, 818, though, was really sharp. They sent us, we were on that short list, and, and the original 818 is good. They've moved to another distillery. They've built their own very, fairly quickly. We haven't tasted the juice coming out of that distillery. This one, uh, Jim discovers coming out of a really good distillery. So, you know. yeah, A good distillery that makes a lot of good stuff, but also has a couple of one-offs in its past that seem to follow this... Uh, fashion label kind of um, celebrity bottling thing, but maybe they had the capacity to do that. And, you know, if you're making money off of that, you can make the good stuff that way. I, I would probably say, Hey, you know, yeah, we'll do it. For you. Uh, uh, it's a, uh, uh, let's, let's do this. Let's just now uh, to be fair, they sent me a Blanco and a Reposado. Okay. They only sent Jim a Reposado. So we're only going to taste the repo. Um, and, right. you know, I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to contact the folks at VO one and go, hey, hey. <laughs> you're well, right after we film this, I'll find the Blanco chilling somewhere in storage, and then we'll do that tasting. Well, yeah. But, get it, which I'm pretty sure I didn't get it, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll investigate that mystery, you know, off camera. But in the meantime, we're going to pop this baby open. We just broke the seal off of it. I just had to kill the cellophane boy this thing is they sent this to us months ago uh uh and we held back uh that was after our cutoff for brands of promise uh for 2021 oh okay i'll buy that um so here it is it's a it's a nicely engraved um bottle this is a what is, is this a florida lee yes so like is is Joe Joe? By the way, if you're not familiar with who owns this brand, it's Joe Jonas. I think it's Joe, right? Jonas and uh, no, I'm sorry, it's um, one of the brothers, Jonas. Nick Jonas and John Varvados. John Varvados. Okay, okay. Uh, he's a fashion designer, uh, evidently, and my own understanding is he actually designed a stopper for Patron. That was the first time I'd ever heard of him because I'm not a fa I'm not a fashion. I'm not a fashion, you know, guy. So, I mean, look at me. I'm sitting here in a t-shirt and shorts. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I don't know why they they chose this, but it's kind of cool. It's it's a nice. It's a it's a substantial bottle. It's heavy. Um, yeah, it is. 
It's thick. I am going to pour mine in a Stasso Jarrito, and we're just gonna we're just gonna go to town with this one, okay? Oh, oh, nice color. It looks even better on 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 camera. <laughs> That's because my lighting's not all that great. Um, look at that. That's a that's a heavy. That's a, I don't know if you can, there you go yeah, that is a nice. That's like a copper top, isn't it? Or or yeah, it, it feels it, it's pretty heavy. It's, it's solid. Yeah, uh, and and you've got a, a copper lip on the bottle on this looks like a beer growler, <laughs> you know. I don't I don't know, um, but I like it. It says life. What's it say? Life is as it should be. Life as it should be. Oh, life as it should be. Okay. Well. <laughs> and we don't have yeah <laughs> yeah and we Wait, don't have that's the right that's the wrong family is that the right family or the wrong family i don't know <laughs> but um six months in an american oak barrel for the repo okay i'll buy that that's that's about right that's what it looks like here in fact let me let me grab a, a napkin so you folks can see that it's actually a very pretty color there you go look at that wow that looks really good yeah, nice body to it. Oh, nice legs and tears. What I know about the the two gentlemen that, that run that distillery who are master distillers to a few of the brands coming out of there, they love their legs and tears. They 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 want to see that. Um, that's nice. That's pretty. Wow. I know that Dave and I flipped over uh, Rooster Rojo that comes out of that distillery. It was actually quite well done um ka also comes out of that distillery and cielo and cielo yeah you and i did cielo together and that's uh, one, cielo. Of the, one of the better ones i've had in a long yeah. long time yeah they they know how to make tequila which is probably, right now they've also taken a couple of those one-offs like i said where it's yeah like, uh, well you know here's the, they, if you look at the gnome list they actually the rule of the gnome list is that the past tequilas will and they're, that, are, that have moved will remain on that list if there's product on the shelves. And once the product is gone, then that they can remove that that name. And so they, at at some point, they were making Costco tequila, and it was at some point Costco tequila was good when it was coming out of that distillery. The problem with Costco is they coming from those guys. It's got to be good product, even though it's mass produced. Yeah, well, that's what happened. They kept beating the price down, beating the price down, and they said no more. And Costco moved. So Costco's yeah. moved somewhere else now. But there, you may find some of these errant bottles that they have made, and that's actually really good juice. I have had it. When I was living in Albuquerque, they were making it at the time, and it was really decent juice. Now it's just diffuser. So Right. Okay, so we got beautiful legs and tears. We have a pretty color. Yeah, nice gold color on it. Oh, hello. I smell barrel. I smell barrel. It's got a little cocoa on it. Yeah, it is a little bit sweet, but it's got alcohol there too. It's like there's enough yeah. alcohol coming through. There's a little that alcohol has got just a hint of menthol on it. It's almost the, you, you catch a little mint chocolate chip just in, in the middle. Of it. 
Did you just have a Girl Scout cookie? <laughs> I, I just ordered my Girl Scout cookies. Oh, did you I really? just I just placed the order about an hour before we did this. And, and then, um, it's all Samoas, though. Oh, Samoas? Okay. I'm a, I'm a Samoa uh, slut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think, I think I've had Girl Scout cookies in the past. I, I love them. They're dangerous. That's why I don't order any of them unless they come knocking on my door. But they're really good for pairing with like booze. Uh, you know, I've noticed that because like, wow, this is an entire the, every year they publish it. There's a whole wine and Girl Scout cookie pairing list that comes out in, I think, like Wine Spectator or oh, no one kidding. of the wine magazines. They publish a pairing list. Wow. For Girl Scout. I for those of us who sit on our couch eating boxes of Girl Scout cookies and drinking wine. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, because Girl Scout cookies. Wow, this so is really very pleasant. A lot of that kind of, yeah, it's very, and, but I get a lot of that sweet um, and not chocolate, cocoa, like cocoa powder, sweet yeah, cocoa yeah. powder. Do you suspect that's coming from the barrel? It has to. I would imagine. They, they, it's almost like a, there's almost like a, a baked, a uh, little bit of baked, baked sugar too that gives it that sweetness with the alcohol. I, I am getting also agave. I, I'm there, there's there's agave on the as it, as it opens up the cocoa in the barrel kind of barrel nose uh, takes takes second place and then yeah, agave starts coming up. It's just a little bit more vegetal after after that first whiff of cocoa kind of opens. Uh, what I do know about the distillery and I have visited it was one of the it was actually very the, one of the very first ones we visited when we did our first trip. Uh, I know that they've got autoclaves. I, I don't remember them having ovens. They may, uh, but I do distinctly remember autoclaves, which is, which is okay. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm ready to dive in. This reminds me a lot of Cielo. Let's We're just in, do it. Yeah, let's, let's go in. Let's dive. Okay, first pass, maybe a little too sweet for me, but that was just the first pass. Well, and I tell you, it, it's there's there's barrel in there. There's definitely barrel, oh, yeah. and there's but that sweetness is like um, it's not sugar sweetness. And it's not floral sweetness like we sometimes get with that like citrusy floral. Mm -hmm. That's more like more like vanilla caramel, which has got to be barrel. Okay. And it says American oak, but I bet it's a bourbon barrel, and I bet the char on it's pretty mellow, light. Do you, do you even get this kind of color though? Well, you can still get this kind of color off that char, but if you get a little bit more char, you get a spiciness in it, a little less char, and you're probably going to get a little bit more of the corn sweetness out of the whiskey part of it, the okay. bourbon part of it, and that charred corn, burnt sugar is caramel, so you get a little bit of that caramel in it, What? but it, you know, it's it's not saccharine, it's not bad, it's, it, it's vanilla, it's it's caramely, but it's it doesn't the the nose kind of belies what 
the the palette has on this yeah yeah um and to be fair that that was just my first pass i have not i, I haven't even had coffee yet so i've got my palettes clean um but i'm going to go in again because there was something i detected there that i've had before that i'm not a big fan of and i want to make sure before i say anything that that i'm wrong okay because because i you know i could curious what you think that is So the second time I get a little bit more pepper in the back and a little bit of that cocoa came through on the front and a bit of menthol in the middle kind of combination of the alcohol. But I would, I would bet what you're getting in this and I don't know what you're going to say. I'm just throwing it out there because I, there's a little bit of cellulose. That's why I think it's a not really heavily charred barrel. Some of the fresh wood instead of some of the burnt wood coming through and giving it that little bit of kind of um, vegetal tannic kind of little interaction there with the with the sweeter notes. Okay, that was the second pass, and this is this is what I detect. In the past, and if you've seen any of the other videos um, where the the and it's usually in the reposado and then and even heavier in the añejo there there are brands coming out of certain distilleries that are using a candied orange flavoring and and now you and i years ago had molly nolly we loved it yes probably that one was using, yes. but they were using additives in the right way. They were using it like a rum maker would make it or a sherry person, you know, they, it, and, it, and it was done so well that you couldn't even detect anything false on it. This one, I'm, I wanna say that what the orange, I'm getting the orange, orange peel, maybe orange blossom, you know, it's, it's, it's light. It's not as prevalent as what, what I've tasted in the past from other tequilas and even a couple that we've done this year. And they're, they're, and the, and they're coming from, the, from one particular distillery, not from this one. I've never detected this flavoring coming out of that dis, this distillery. And if I'm detecting it, I can't even say that it's artificial. It could be real, it could be coming directly from the barrel this could be a real thing because it's not lasting the 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 thing that i detected in some of the other ones is that it's so artificial that it's on the finish it's on your palate it's coats yeah this is very slight in the midpoint for me yeah yeah Yeah. and then it disappears yeah well and and here's here's the thing coming from a bourbon standpoint and and just uh knowing a little bit about those barrels if you've ever had the white part of an orange rind, yeah, the cellulose of wood can have that flavoring on alcohol depending on how it was rested. So if this is a first-used barrel, which I doubt it would be, I mean, I, I would imagine they're going to use an ex-bourbon barrel, it's really dependent upon what was in that barrel before they put this in there uh-huh. that would dry out this flavor. And I'm getting a lot more of the char's lighter. There's not the spice of it. It, you got a lot more of that baked cocoa and vanilla and caramel flavor. So the char comes out 
from the barrel, but the barrel also probably had a sweeter corn heavy bourbon in it uh -huh. to give it this kind of caramely sweet and and that corn and that cellulose in the barrel gives it that little bit of a fruit skin cellulose kind of flavor that that tastes like that but it's not bad that's not no, a bad no, no, thing that's it's just it, that's just it that's just it it. kind of hits and gives you a little transition point from that cocoa uh, vanilla flavor to a menthol white pepper in the back for me yes and and see that's just that's the thing i'm so i'm so used to detecting that flavoring because there are a lot of new tequilas coming out especially out of one particular distillery that is using that that orange there some of them are really heavy-handed on it yeah. this one this one is not a lasting which leads me to believe that it's real as opposed to artificial because some of those artificial ones you just can tell the more passes yeah. you take the, the the more it coats your palate and you're going this isn't natural this yeah. is why, why are they doing this you know and it it's always starts with the reposado goes into the anejo and sometimes in the extra añejo, which there's an extra añejo from a particular brand I haven't even touched. And I guarantee you, it's got more orange flavor candied in it than, than you know, a bag full of citrus from, from the supermarket. Which and I doesn't can smell have it. It's on the nose now. What are you getting on yeah. the nose? Yeah, so if it's, if it's in there like that and it's opening up with it, I would imagine it's a little bit more of that natural kind of barrel infused flavor but this isn't a really long finish but it's got a retro nasal and i've got a little bit of a kind of a menthol tingle on my palate after it's gone down so it it, it does last in the on the palate for a while i can get it on the nose and i don't like it i don't like it and and i don't know it's because i'm jaded now because i can i detect it in other brands not coming from this distillery the more it opens up, now I can really smell it. It smells like orange. Tell me it doesn't smell like orange to you. There's a candied orange or something that it's it's candied, like a well, gelatin or something. Yeah, but you know what? A lot of candy's got that caramel vanilla sugar smell to it because that's what it's made with. So, you know, if you get enough of that with a little bit of that we we talk a lot about when we smell stuff that has, we get a nose that's got an uh, an orange floral or a zesty lime and a floral. Mm -hmm. This might have a little bit of that orange floral, but that cocoa, caramel, vanilla, sugar thing is going a little bit more on top of it. Which, if it's that's what makes me think that's natural. Okay, given the fact that. I think if this were an additive, it would smell more candy orange than it would have smelled like cocoa vanilla on the front end before it opened up. Yeah, that's that's normally what what I've detected is when it, when you know when they're using it, it's the first thing you smell. It's like it's like opening a can of slice and just putting your face in it. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but this doesn't have that until it opened up a little bit, and I, I I wonder if it's just a little bit of that combo of the the alcohol and that kind of caramel sugar effect that that's coming off the nose it just gives it that it's not fake it's not fake but the alcohol sometimes doesn't transmit that the right way it could smell chemically but it it's a pleasant nose well, yeah. it, it, but when you open it up you do get that little hint of that kind of candied flavor 
but now it's evolving. You know, when, it, when we first opened it, it was, it was barrel. I could get the barrel notes. And then, and then as it opened up some more, as it bloomed, I got agave, which, which I was happy to, to you know, and I, what I know about the ones that are using an additive like this, that, that comes across like this, you don't get any of that. Some of them are so bad, so poorly made. You don't even get barrel. It's just so overtaken by the, by the additive that that's all you smell. And we didn't get that. We got an, right. an evolving nose and a, an evolving palate. Right. Because I get the bitterness at, at the end, like you were getting a little bit of the menthol. Yeah. It's got a little menthol, little white pepper, but right at the top and, and very short, there's a little bit of the smoke of the char, just a little. Okay. I just, I, I, and I mean, I'm getting just a touch of that, but it's, it's fleeting. And I, it's weird because usually we get these, we, we get a lot of juice that it's got a, a consistent flow of, of the flavor profile through your palate or everything's there and you kind of experience it all in different levels through your palate. So the same flavor profile the whole way through, but the sweet stands out at front, the mineral stands out in the back, whatever. This actually goes through three very distinct flavor profiles for me. The front is sweet, got a little bit of a bourbon caramel cocoa. The middle's got a little bit of smoke and menthol and mint. And then the back is a mineral white pepper and not a deep finish. But then I've got that retro nasal that kind of comes up a little bit. The other thing that I've noticed also when, when that additive is being used, um, and again, they're primarily used in the, in the aged versions of the, the aged expressions. What I've noticed is that um, it doesn't, um, sometimes it creates more, um, more of a cinnamon spiciness of pepper on your, on your tongue, right. uh, on the mid palate, you know, kind of emulates a little bit of the baking spices and things like that. I'm not getting that with this. You know, it doesn't, it, it's like you said, it's a pepper, not a, not a baking spice, hot cinnamon kind of thing that's going on. Yeah, And the, the white pepper is almost a, 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 an effect of the minerality at the end of it, which is less, it's a little bit more astringent. It's not a, fake flavor it's the actual astringency with that little bit of minerality that comes through as, as that white pepper hit right here i don't feel like this has got fake ingredients in it. okay i and i don't want to believe that they do no no because because i love this distillery they have some great juice that comes out of there and like i said even when they were making costco tequila i would buy it because it had a great reputation and i knew the distillery is like well they got to be making it really well but, you know, like a lot of distilleries that make tequila for Costco, they got tired of Costco beating the price down, making them, you know, there's no margin in, in working for Costco. Everybody knows that, you know, you, the, the, that's why you love going to Costco, because the pricing is ridiculous. And you can, the, only, the only thing they're good for is moving product. You move pallets through there and, and you know, you compete to be in those because you, you know you're going to move product that day. Sometimes you only sometimes you're only there once a month. You know, right. for that day, um, and we know how Costco operates, and that's okay. That's all right because they serve a purpose. You know, and and some people buy great pricing at, for tiers of Yorona, you know, at a Costco, and right. that's a, that's right. almost a three hundred dollar bottle. And if you can get it for like two fifty, two twenty, yeah, all day, I'll, I'll buy two bottles. You know, right. Um, and and here here's my thing with this because it's not this is not bad. 
No, this no, this is not bad. I'm not going to slam it. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt because I think I think you know you make a good argument and and it's not behaving like the other ones that I've had with this with that additive in it. Okay, it right. Didn't do that with us. But also, I think just because this is different for us, the way this is progressing through the palate, it's not bad. But you've got to be prepared for that. There's that element of that cocoa in there that kind of on the second part of the palate, when I get that little hint of smoke and the and the menthol starts coming through, you can tell there's a transition point. Usually when we have really good juice that 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 keeps that flavor profile the whole way, way through, there's there's balance the whole way through. The only knock I would have on this is it doesn't have balance right in the middle. There is a front palate profile. There is a back palate profile. The middle is a transition and you know it. And that's where I think you're maybe thinking, ooh, there's an additive in here because just for a sudden you're like, what is that? And then it's gone. Yeah. And then you get that nice mineral white pepper finish. The front's got a really lovely kind of baked cocoa and vanilla kind of sweetness. There's agave in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, but just that middle part hits like a, the cocoa lingers the menthol and the alcohol starts and it's a flavor nobody's ever had before. <laughs> like, like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I, I'll buy that. I'll, like I say, I'll give it the bit. I even had to pour more because I, I'm not, you know, I, and, and I poured this the second time I poured it, that cocoa started out again and it's opening up again. So I feel like this is something coming off the barrel into this, that it's imparting that because I don't think additives open up when you give them air. I don't, that's what it smells like. No, that's what it tastes like. Additives are very, especially this orange thing that I'm detecting that I've had in, in other tequilas. Um, it, it's dense. It sits right there and it doesn't go away. The and whole it, time. It, the whole time. I don't feel like this would evolve on the aroma the same way, giving it a little bit of air. Because when I pull it out of the bottle and I first smell it, I got that cocoa bourbon caramel. And then it starts to open up and a little bit of that floral sweet agave with a little hint of orange comes out and that slight menthol. But I, I just feel like if this were an additive, it would just smell like that the entire time. Yeah, see, and it's not doing that right now. I'm getting alcohol. Uh, yeah. You know, these, these bottles have been sealed you know, on the living room floor for weeks for me. Um, see, you're right. I'm getting, now it's getting more deeper bourbon notes. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, barrel notes. Uh, I wish the finish were longer. Mm -hmm. I wish it behaved more that, you know, more like a bourbon, I, you know, that warm fuzzy, it, it doesn't, it's got a short, medium, short to medium finish. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the real example of how it should be done and what the additives are trying to emulate is supposed to emulate this. This may be real. And the yeah. stuff that I've tasted that's yeah. artificial can't, it can't, it can't imitate this, you know, even though they try. And, and I, I really feel like, I mean, if, if this were an additive, if this were unnatural, that little midpoint where that cocoa, candied orange, menthol alcohol into the mineral thing, if that were an additive, the cocoa and the candied orange would just then become the dominant thing. And there would be no minerality at the end because your palate would have already been coated with the crap, the additive. Yeah. 
it, it does make a nice progression into that kind of peppery minerality at the end that we kind of look for and I, I like. It's just that little, there's a one second midpoint in this that's like, ooh, what? And then it just immediately goes into the finish, which isn't long. And if it were longer, I think that would give that note more time to settle. Yeah. It's like, there's that mid note, there's the finish, you're done. And you're you're surprised. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, what do we do with this, Mike? <laughs> what do we do with this? I think it's brand of promise worthy if we're gonna if we're gonna argue about it like this, you know. Well, and, and here's the thing. I'm not I poured more and I keep drinking it. I'm not like yeah, see, that's the other thing too. When you, with that attitude, you just, just you just you're repulsed. I mean, yeah, I, you know, we're not obviously we're not the average consumer, all right. But when you know you, it's in there, you're repulsed. You don't want any more of it. You know, right. it's not it's it's not it doesn't call to you. You just say, okay, I know what you are. I know what you have, and thank you for coming. You know, and and we're done. Um, but I, I feel but, like. This has applications. And I don't know if it's a cocktail application, but I think the flavor profile on it with a little bit of that cocoa and that vanilla sugar, even with that candied effect, mm -hmm. you could probably sip this, maybe slightly chilled okay. with a Maduro cigar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, I, I, yeah. or in, a, in a snifter. And actually pair this with some milk chocolate or some Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies, but because it's kind of got a little bit of a dessert quality to it. Yes, uh, that exactly. Uh, I see this as an after dinner, you know, a, a, a digestive, yes. you know, something with a, you know, I'm going to go easy because I'm not, again, I'm not a gourmet like Jim is. Uh, <laughs> You know, a flan, you know, uh, uh chocolate covered oranges just go yeah, the whole way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> creme brulee. Yeah, you know, hey, creme brulee. You know what? That's kind of a good way to put it. That that freshly caramelized sugar flavor is what's up. It's almost a creme brulee flavor. And that middle note is where creme brulee has the creamy sweetness. Yeah. This just has that little bit of kind of cream like a flat a flat kind of sweetness to it in the transition and that's the only knock i have on it is that if that transition lasted longer yeah. and it played a little bit more on your palate it wouldn't be such a surprise going right to that mineral finish with that little bit of white pepper and then and then nothing down here it's like if, if this had a longer finish and that middle note was a little bit more profound i don't think we would be having this conversation about what is that in broadcast, it's just so quick. It's like it's fleeting. We don't know what it is. Well, in broadcasting, that's known as dead air. <laughs> you know, there's like a, a moment of dead air, and then and then you know somebody picks realizes the mic is off. You know, <laughs> the mic Runner is off. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you got to turn. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, and oh, see now, so it, now I'm not getting it. It's almost like it. This is not okay. Having had the tequilas with the orange additive, this is not behaving like those tequilas, yeah. which leads yeah. me to believe, okay, 
the evidence points that it's real. And if that's the case, now in my head, I've got a bar for what the additive is supposed to emulate. This is the, it, and, I, and I've been to this distillery, I've had tequilas from there. I know that the, I've never had a, a poor tequila coming out of there. And I've never known them to, to promote a tequila with additives coming out of there, okay? That's just not their, it's not their MO, it's not who they are. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna go brand a promise nominee. It's, it's. I, I agree, I agree. And I'm gonna say that I, I think th this continues to open up and it continues, the aroma continues to evolve in a way that if this was artificial, it would just smell like it. It would, it would be just consistent. Smell like that, and that would be it. Yeah, you this pour, I, I can to, tell you, you do more than one pour, and it's the same thing. You know, because I, I sometimes I have to. I'll dump it and pour some more, just to give it the benefit of the doubt, and it's the same thing. This one is and, and, and possibly, and I'm 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 guessing because this is a celebrity tequila, they're hoping to sell a lot of it. Right. There's no there's no burn on this. There's no big hit that's going to turn you away or be overpowering on your palate. And perhaps that little transition point we keep talking about is just that, that, that midpoint of getting past the sweet and a little bit of the agave and getting you to that finish that makes you think I've had alcohol, but it's not tequila. It's not a, it's not a, it's not off putting to the mass consumer that this goes right. all the way down from. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is, if all you've ever had is that fake version of this kind of candied orange flavor, if they emulated that naturally, you know, you've been slapped so many times. Every time somebody puts their hands up, you think you're getting slapped. Well, this See, time and you that's, didn't. Exactly. That's exactly it. Raising their hand to say, I figured out how to get kind of a candy flavor to this. And and it's not candy's bad. It's not that's not the right way to say it, but no, it's no. a it's no, just we, a it's a sweet orange little hit there yeah and it's little and like on the on the first my first pour it was a little bit more it stayed a little bit more consistent the second pour it's evolving again i mean you know what i think a couple of years ago i i mentioned this to you in a review and i forget what the tequila was we were reviewing and i'm gonna have to go back i'm gonna watch every one we did in, <laughs> back in the day and see how could you stand when i was a kid there was everybody was making oranges studded with cloves and they'd set them in a bowl of cinnamon oh, yeah, at the yeah, holidays. Yeah, yeah. That is what this smells like. It's got the orange like essence, but it's got that cinnamon sweetness, not baked cinnamon. Like the, just the smell, when you first smell cinnamon out of the jar and it's, it's got a little like, like a spiced sweetness to it. That's what this smells like. It's not fake. It's just, we're not used to this. Wow. Holy cow, folks. I'm sorry. I know we've gone, we've gone long, but we needed to do this because the additives are getting stronger, folks, and, and they're being more prominent in, in, in brands that are being launched right now. And I can't, I can't, I just can't. So yeah, you're probably right. I've been hammered so many times that I, I now I think anything that smells like and tastes like orange has got to be fake, right? No. I, I actually feel like this is a very natural flavor they've achieved. It's not bad. No, that's the other trained to think that that's bad because of what, and I just think if this finish were a little longer, that this would be absolutely something, an after dinner tequila, a tequila yeah. with a cigar, something like that. 
because it's got enough sweetness and enough balance and not a lot of burn. I mean, it's kind of like, you know. Well, they, like you said, it's celebrity tequila. So they're going with them for the no burn thing because that's what everybody complains about. Folks, that's called a finish. And you look for that, okay? Oh, the burn. This isn't college tequila. Yeah, the, the, feel the burn. The burn is good, okay? Burn is your friend. I mean, it, it, I, it I, I agree with the brand of promise nominee. Yes. I, um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm puzzled by this. I'm, it's good. I'm puzzled in a good way. Of I've never had this kind of flavor profile on something before. Yeah, there's, that a, wasn't, like a, um, there's a blank space in the middle. Right. There's a blank space in the middle, and I don't know what's supposed to really go there, but it's not fake. So. If this were actually what you and I have had in the past that, that achieves that kind of saccharine fake flavor, I would not have poured a second one of these. I poured yeah. a second one because it was good enough on my palate that I wanted to find that midpoint. I still haven't found it yet. That's a U2 well, song. Well, when you do, I'll let get... me know. We'll do another. We'll do another. We'll beat this. I still haven't that. found what I'm looking for. Okay. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you, you too, huh? <laughs> Never mind. You guys are. Do we have to copyright that or I don't know? Nah, I, you know, buy, buy the dot com, <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, you're right. I wouldn't have poured a second one either because having had the the artificial one so many times, it's like you already know. You already know. Yeah. In this one, again, the reputation of the distillery. I've had tequilas from there. I've been there. I've not I'm known. The best I've ever had have come out of that distillery. Yeah. Um, I, you, wait till, you should get. I should, should. I didn't, but you know, Rooster Rojo. I'm over the moon over that tequila. It, it it's really good. Yes, yeah, Cielo is another one. Uh, Cielo, I think, is a bit more bourbony. You know, on purpose because they're 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 based in uh, Tennessee, I think. Well, and, and you know what? Maybe these guys are getting weird with barrels. Maybe they're really starting to try to bring that element in for people like me, whiskey drinkers. Oh, oh, they are. They, because they honestly, are. I would yeah. I would tell you that if you tasted this and you told if you handed this to me and said this is bourbon, and there was no agave flavor on it, mm. that kind of vanilla candied orange note where you kind of lose it in the middle is very typical of the bourbon because you've got corn sweetness. So I think maybe this is kind of a, a barrel expression attempt of bring some of that in. Those guys are geniuses. Both those gentlemen, um, um, Arturo Fuentes is the, the, the main guy. And then he does have someone else who, who oversees other tequilas. And I think that gentleman is the one that handles Rooster Rojo. And um, I, Dave and I flipped over, over Rooster Rojo. Uh, in fact, I think it's better than Ka. Ka, Ka, when it was being made at, at another distillery before it moved, before the whole lawsuit thing and the bottle had to change and all that other stuff, Ka was actually really good. They made a high proof reposado that was the yeah. killer. Um, but they don't, I, you know, and maybe these guys will come, come up with that. I, I, I've not known them to ever make a, a high proof and I wish they would. Because because both those gentlemen have great palates. Uh, the, those the the plant manager, the the master distiller, who's a who's all, also yeah. basically a chemist, um, an ingeniero. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say flat out, I I I think these are really talented distillers, 
that had to make a successfully mass produced tequila that everyone was going to want to taste and, and right. not be, you know, I, I I'm not, I, I don't listen to the Jonas brothers regularly, but I would say that their fan base is a little younger. Yeah. They're not the, the, you know, the scotch and cigar crowd that can handle that kind of bold flavor. But for, for, to be able to make something like this, that you can mass produce and, and, and put out in front of people who might be newbies, there's a lot of complexity to this tequila. Well, yeah, there's a lot of really strong points on this flavor. And I think they just kind of toned it back just a touch. And that's the part you and I are missing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that we've gotten from other tequilas that we've had from that distillery. So right, there you go. Right. We've dissected the hell out of this thing. The post-mortem. Stick with us. We'll have a post-mortem. <laughs> no, we won't. Uh, <laughs> but, but you know, you know what? As, as a celebrity tequila, I would, if I had to choose between this and some of the other celebrity tequilas, I, I, I have a list of, of, te, of celebrity tequilas that are very worthy of following and, and, and just substantial, real, you know, um, I think that's one of them. I think I would put this on this list. Um, I, I, would too. I, I would say that this is, I mean, celeb we, 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 don't take celebrity tequilas seriously because we think, oh, they're just trying to turn this stuff well, they, out. But yeah, but they don't they don't send them to us either. You know, I'm willing well, to well, that, that too. They they kind of yeah. leave us out in the cold. But when you get a guy like Arturo making your stuff and you get it out of that distillery, you kind of expect what we got here, which is is complexity and 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 some really strong flavor profiles. I just think that maybe they figured out how to do that and and get it out to the people that that don't think like us. Well. I I have to applaud. It is, it is Joe Jonas, right? Uh, Nick. Nick. See, Nick is a great actor. I like his acting. I'm I'm not a big fan of their music, but I don't follow them. I I'm, you know I'm a big fan of his wife. Um, you know, she's easy on the eyes. But um, and and besides that, she's probably a very smart woman. Um, but um, I applaud Nick for finding this distillery because they could have gone to one of those they could have gone where some coral's being made okay they're being made at a maquiladora mass producing maquiladora again i got nothing against maquiladoras because they employ people okay they, they make jobs i got that that's cool but i like that they went that they went here you know because the other celebrity tequila that comes out of there is roger klein which is now being called cancion i know roger and and that tequila and I know and I know how Roger thinks that tequila is awesome and he's got a fan base that rivals Jimmy Buffett. Okay, it's a it's a cult fan base. Right? As a pyramid, I'm going to tell you, Mike that that's a that's a that's quite a, an achievement. Go, you you if you've never listened to Roger Klein, Roger Klein and the um, God damn, why can't I think it, Roger Klein and the Peacemakers? Um, Klein, great Peacemakers. music. The guy's a songwriter and what a what a what a traveling soul this guy is. And and so I know that, you know, and, I, and I've been with him. I've watched him. I've watched him do tequila tastings with with a crowd. He can handle a crowd. He knows what he's doing. You know, so I, I that that's the other celebrity that comes out of that distillery. And that's a great that's a great distillery. And it's a great tequila. So, um, you know, kudos to these guys. That's, yeah. that's all I got to say. That's it. Uh, yeah. You know, that's our take. We're done. I'm sorry. We've wasted all your time, folks, but thanks for sticking with us. That's our take. 
Uh, by the way, if you want the num number for that for that distillery, let's just give them the num number, okay? It's an 80 proof tequila. Um, it's uh, 14, 1472. Yeah, and it's uh, Fabrica de, what is it? Fabrica de Tequilas Finos. Yes. Um, I love those guys. I love that distillery. I've been there. Um, this is, I'm convinced, okay? You convinced me. Thank God, because I was really about to cry in my beer. <laughs> you know if they have if they had fallen off the the you know the the natural wagon i would have i would have just oh no you know no uh but that's our take yeah follow us uh, folks on on instagram follow jim on his instagram you can follow us on facebook twitter uh pinterest uh, yeah on uh, if you're watching us on youtube or listening to us on spotify or watching us on spotify you know please subscribe Hit the notification bell. Give us a like because that helps us with the algorithm. Uh, you know, um, hey, whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Chip wisely. <laughs>